Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the city that never sleeps, except it does now, and a place where the sidewalks talk, because they do, it's I'ma Let You Finish, show number 175. We're 175 years old. Which is sort of what the (laughs) halftime score was at the NBA All-Star game. Kind of, sort (laughs) of. On the Pantheon Podcast Network. And unlike the All-Star game, you want us around, but that yeah. thing, they need to stick a fork in that shit. Oh it's a wrap. Oh, my God. All right, let's be honest. First off, the NBA All-Star, let's be honest. All-Star mm-hmm. games are usually not that interesting. No. But at least I the mean, old really ones. Not. But at least the old well, ones when you could be a little more, the league was just like violent more <laughs> you get yeah, there was some aggressive now they're just i mean they the highlight of the nba all-star game was let's be honest who was going to sing the national anthem marvin right. gay the greatest version ever mm-hmm. and uh the 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 three dunk the three dunk the, the slam dunk contest and even which that was, is like i mean i thought it could, was it the spud wet woman that's the most extraordinary one day well, and, and, and also vince carter's vince legendary. Carter, right. listen and yeah, I know. We're only talking about it because we feel could get, we're actually, yeah, it's hard. I didn't think it could get worse than last year's dunk contest. I just didn't think that that was humanly possible. And then this well, year happened. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was like the skill, for everything from the skills contest to just everything, it was just horrible. And then the crazy part is. Once again, people are really upset with Kenny Smith and his... Oh, yeah, what the hell was that about? I thought Kenny Smith was the good one. He, he says I thought it was Stephen Smith was the dumb one, <laughs> right. and Kenny yeah. Smith was the... I can't keep up with my Smiths. And the thing oh. is... Well, Kenny, just... I mean, last year, two people were upset with him with things that he said. It's like, sometimes it's just like, this is just, this is just dumb. Everything right, about so it was said, dumb. He said, I cannot pronounce the woman's name, and I feel really Sanina bad. Sanina Anascu, I think it's No, it wasn't it was Stephanie, I think. Stephanie mm. Anascu. Anyway, the point is <laughs> that she had a, a three-point contest. She's the leading three-point scorer in the WNBA. Shout out to Caitlin Clark, by the way. Holy mm-hmm. moly. Yeah, know. great for Clark, her. Right? It is Clark. Yeah, Clark. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, yeah, no, amazing. She's the leading scorer in the uh she was the leading three point person in WNBA Stephon Stephen Curry obviously is the man for which we either blame or thank for making the 
fucking three point shot. Like the anyway, and they had a shootout contest, and she did very well. She uh, held we up all, with him. She lost by like three up. points. <laughs> yeah, and we all know the physical. We are not going to argue with there are physical advantages that men have over women, and vice versa. But Kenny Smith had to be like, why'd she shoot? Why didn't she shoot from the girls' line? I'm like, really, we're going to do that. And what I think it showed was if you have skill and you can aim and shoot and get the ball in a basket and you have that skill, you can do it from any place on the court. You know what I mean? I know there was a girl's line. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different distance. Is it pink? No. (laughs) Is it, does it apologize every time it does something right and go, I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to do that. Please don't hate me. I didn't mean to be good. I'm so sorry. I, I know you women, anymore. y'all have a hard way to go with a lot of bullshit. I'm glad that so many of y'all have started being like, I'm not fucking apologizing for shit. And you shouldn't. No, I know. I have to be, I have to be better at that. All right. I know. You don't, right, listen, oh, let's go this far. I let's want go. you to be, I always say with Amy, I want her to be meaner with men because sometimes I think they're rude to her. And you would not think as this lady right here can stand up no. for herself, but she lets no. these men. And I'm like, don't let, I'm always yelling at her. Don't let these motherfuckers I talk know, to you like I that. <laughs> I'm like, do not. worked out in therapy. I'm just, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that shit. No. I'm like, they're not your fucking parents. No, yeah. Fuck them. No, I know. I'll get into <laughs> I think that's a generational later. thing too, from working at a certain time and being a woman yeah. in that kind of environment I'll where you had to put up with someone yeah. on the street and I'll have a right. fight with you someone online. You sure will. <laughs> I will like confront it like, no, nah, you're wrong. But no, I know. I'll work it out. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. The score. Next Let's time what you what need to do is when they start yelling, be like, hold on. Call and put me on fucking speaker. I'll handle really? it. Because fuck <laughs> that bullshit. No, every, I hate that. Every every straight woman needs a mean mm-hmm. black A mean friend. gay. They need a mean <laughs> black gay, honey. <laughs> to be like, I got this. Really? <laughs> you get a hall pass to make a call. <laughs> Where's Carew when I need him? Carew, help me out. Motherfucking crew. Hey, Carew. <laughs> hey, Carew, help me out the next time they're yelling at me. All right. Let's just give the score of the All-Star game so our heads can explode. Because I seriously thought that like I was reading like a <laughs> that it was all the R-side games put together in one game. What was it, 5,000 to 12,000 or something? It was something or like 211 to like... No, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Like one, one something. And then they showed a clip literally of these guys... They're literally dumb, like dumb, walking from one side walking, of the court to the walking. other. No, but it was ridiculous. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Ridiculous. So when Adam, Sil- when Adam Silver gave the trophy, it was like, blah, blah, blah. oh, okay, Eastern Conference, I guess you scored a lot of points here. here have oh what we have to give you some here have it my my how many minutes did Jalen play not many right no and no one seemed to want to pass him the ball it was very you know why you know why because he's the guy right now and these players have egos not that they always haven't but he's the guy right now and he's a nice guy he has a cereal i told you that he has a cereal i've never heard of the cereal but he does ads for it and nobody i don't think people these little brats want to give him any opportunity because he was the fan favorite he came in everybody was like jalen 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 he's the one everybody wants to see right now yeah so they were being like we're not going to give me the balloon because you might actually entertain the crowd be be pleasant you know be whatever you're supposed to be and i love his interviews uh, he really comes up as a really nice guy and he he was talking about how new york city's accepted him he was like you know 
it's always been a dream. This is the Mecca basketball. And it is, it's, it, it, it is sucked that we the are, Knicks have been bad are. for so long because the Garden is the Mecca. And it's. It I think that the NBA is more exciting when the Knicks are doing great, you know, yeah. and they're doing well. well. And he talked about how just when he's people great. see him on the street, he said, they don't even bother me. They just, they'll say stuff like, we love you. Yeah, because we don't, well. get, we don't get and all da, da, caught da, 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 up da. in famous And he was like, here. I love it. He was like, they've embraced me the way they react to me. I just love it here. And he seemed, I love it when somebody wants to be a Nick and wants to be here, you know? Debbie and he seems to really I appreciate it. Clive Owen in the Adidas. Speaking <laughs> of famous people. Did I you really? Clive. Oh, no, I did. I stalked <laughs> Clive Owen. In fact, I think I was with George. Mm-hmm. Hi, George. Or I was meeting George later. I stalked Clive Owen. And then who's that other really hot, older, uh, Gabriel Byrne. Stalked mm. them. But subtly, I pretended I was extremely interested in this one Adidas tracksuit and lingered looking over at Clive as if, once again, in my brain, Clive Owen, a la the way I thought Brian Ferry would somehow give up his wife or girlfriend and turn around and go, you, where have you been all my life, woman who's clearly hanging on to an Adidas? Yeah. I stalked Madonna once. It was really weird. Oh, big surprise. But no, but but this is really great. So- this was younger me when I worked at Tower, when I worked at Tower oh, in the village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was the first time I'd ever seen her off the stage, right? she I'd seen the Who's That Girl tour. And she came in with some people to buy videos and I couldn't believe it. And then when they left, I ran and got my coat because she had a car, but they were walking. So I stayed like a block behind. It just kept walking until they got in the car just yeah, to watch her walking. she used to live on my street. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I know. Then I started seeing her everywhere in New York. No, then like when I would go to clubs. I, I, I mean, you know, and, I, and I'd seen her in clubs, but it was different. Like she was right there. You know what I mean? Then I, midget. Then I started midget. seeing her all of a sound factor. She's tiny. No, she's a midget. People, it's, I think midget, the big. No, she's tiny. Yeah, she's right. really tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all tiny. All right. But she's tiny, tiny. They are all small, but she's really small. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, well, let's, do we want to start with the, B- so Beyonce actually did an interview. First off, the world, the world, the world, <laughs> the, world uh, the world as we know it no longer exists. <laughs> Unicorns are flying. Um, <laughs> leprechauns are singing. Uh, I know when I saw that there was a byline, I I was like, she's doing an interview. (laughs) When I saw that there was a byline, because you know the last couple of things have always been like an essay from. I saw, I was like, you spoke to somebody. Somebody wrote that. Yeah, you actually somebody who's an actual human being. That's literally what I thought. I was like, I was like, you spoke to somebody. Oh wow, okay. You didn't just talk into your iPhone in notes (laughs) and then publish it. Um, Yeah, so she's. This is a conversation I can't have because a. All right, so she has a hair care line out. It drops so, today, launches today. Oh, oh I, I'm lining up. Well, there's no hair care. There's, there's no hair supply stores left in the Fulton Mall. Thanks, white people. <laughs> well, they're where all here. There's five, but right. now I think. Where but I don't know if it's in beauty supply stores. Yeah. Dollar hoops. God, you guys don't have any more of them over there. No, there's like three of them, but they're getting right. hip to their prices now. Right. Now uh, it's three pair for seven dollars as opposed to okay. three pair for three dollars. Anyway, I digress. So she's got this hair care line out. Sacred. Okay. Is that how it's pronounced? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't make me choke no, on my chocolate. No, baby. I'm being yeah. serious. Okay. When <laughs> Wait, people this look on your face mystery. when you say you're like, is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> Okay, it's just, sacred. Yes. It. Okay, when people deliberately misspell words, you can't expect me to know how it's pronounced. 
I'm being Fez- dead ass serious. <laughs> She's French, right? Maybe a sickle. I don't know. I didn't know. What was okay. All right. So first off, yeah, she has lovely hair. She has great hair. That's great. Can I say this without, and I'm not saying this to be mean. She seems like a really nice person. Beyonce is sort of the musical equivalent of Trump in that every product she has tried to push fails. That's very real. That's a real thing, right? I mean, she's because- not, demo- obviously, she's not a demonic, horrible person. She's a very nice person. But- it's a very interesting thing if you really go through the list of all of the things, like, you know, from the perfumes. And I and I want to say the perfumes were Perfume six- did well. I think, I think it did well. But, you know, to me, you look at somebody like a Britney Spears who did exceptionally well with her perfumes. She had like Jessica 20, Simpson. she had like Simpson. 26 different perfumes. You know what I mean? They, and I know somebody who worked on the, who worked at yeah. the company and it was like, we look forward to, they sell like hotcakes. When and she I did know the, you hate her, but Jennifer Lopez, her, her brands have done, uh, what's her face? Um, like I said, uh, Jessica Simpson, those shoes are like well, a big deal. Jessica Simpson really in her accessories line made stuff, that women, one, she designed them well, that women really like. Because I know a lot of yeah. women who wear, I've been on photo shoots where no, they'll have good. Louboutin, done all these different, and Jessica Simpson shoes because the designs yeah. are well, and I've heard they're very comfortable. So yeah, she yeah, was yeah. really smart because she absolutely focused on stuff that I think everyday women can wear, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, and put into their wardrobe and stuff that's not going to break the bank and make them feel glamorous. So she right, was really right. smart in her in her design choice. All right. So let's get back to Beyonce. So mm-hmm. she's doing this line sacred. Thank you. I've learned something new today. Um, how do I say this with... I'm so glad that Michael Arsenault, hello, Michael, gave us a, me a shout out for being res- white people who are respectful of black spaces. So I don't know. <laughs> How do I put this? What does her hair look like? Her actual hair? Well, I've seen her hair a lot. Okay. She's got, her hair is great. It's really, you know, she takes care of it. It's very healthy. No, but, but we don't, how can we, ju- it's like someone sell, it's like that thing where you sell mascara, but you're wearing false eyelashes. So how do I know? Well, can I, as, as the get me black out of this per- hole, please. As the get black person here, hole. let me just say this: with no hair, by the way. I ha- <laughs> but I had I've had a couple of my female friends unsolicited have a conversation with me about this, and I sat and I listened and I thought, what listening to a lot of the perspectives and then seeing what people are saying online, it was really interesting. Um, I have one friend who said to me, listen, I love Beyonce. I love her music. Right. But there's things about her that I just feel like are not relatable to me. She was like, and... And you've brought that up before. And she was like, now, I've never... She said, I've never thought of Beyonce as a hair person. She said, I thought of Beyonce as hair in a certain sense of... There's always like a long wig or something that's great, but she's on stage and it's blowing in the wind. That's what I right. think about her. I hair. like the pixie cut when she had yeah. a cute little pixie yeah, cut. She was like, I don't think of her. She's not one of those women that I've gone through, or like artists that I've gone through a different hair journey with. She was like, her hair is always right. kind of saying it's blonde. It's either curly and long or it's, curl, or it's blonde and straight. And usually I think of it as pieces, a weave, or a wig. 
She was like, I don't really know what Beyonce's hair looks like. So for her to come, she was like, and suddenly to say, here's this hair product. And I want to teach you everything that I've learned about a hair journey. She was like, I feel like I don't relate to you in that. Like, why, why, what does that mean when I don't really know what your hair looks like? And I thought that was a really interesting perspective. She said, now, Tabitha Brown, do you know who Tabitha Brown is? Who's, I know that um, name. She's like a lifestyle person. Yes, and she uh, and she was a, she started out you know doing a lot of she's a vegan chef and she started right, out right, doing right. a lot okay, of okay. vegan her meals, but she's also named her hair Donna and she's got this big beautiful head full of natural hair and okay. people it, her hair has been part of her story and then she launched these products called Donna's Recipe, right? Which a friend of mine she bought and she said. You know, it was on sale in Ulta. I bought it and it really works and it's great. She said, but you know what? I've gone through this hair journey with Tabitha. I know what her hair looks like. I've seen her. She's talked about it. She said, that seems like a natural place to me. Now, I think Beyonce's celebrity is always big enough where there's going to be a lot of attention for any sort of product that she brings. I do think that, you know, because her mom... You know, we know it's very famously had a hair salon and all those things. Yes, there is a hair background. I just think it is very interesting to come with now this hair product. And the reaction that I'm seeing from a lot of Black women is, we don't really know what your hair looks like. So what is this hair journey that you're going to take us I on? I want to be, I've been on a hair journey. Yeah, your hair looks great. Mm-hmm. It does, great. right? Yeah, your hair looks great. It does. Mm-hmm. You know why? No, your hair stay good. thick. Like even the gray looks really good. You know what I mean? It's like you've got really good hair. Yeah. yeah I so I think it's interesting. And you hair. told me that you have seen on your on on your socials yeah, no, some of your black, friends and black women black having women this conversation. Not industry people. Not industry right. people. Just like school regular. Teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of going, we love her music, but like we cannot relate to her. And you know what? And, and again, we've discussed this, and this has always been my problem with her. The talent, undeniable. Undeniable. Is she, is she a genius? No, but that word is thrown around so much anyway. But undeniable talent, you know, artistically challenging, great performer, yada, yada, yada. But you, well, I compare her like with when Mary J sings and i know they're different types of singers i know it's different types of i know mary j is more of a pure r&b artist and right. that's not good or bad it's just a, and obviously can't dance but it's lots of fun but um, we love the mary I, dance yeah. but we love the mary dance mm-hmm. it's sort of like the black person elaine dance from seinfeld kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody tries to mock but only mary can do the no, mary dance only mary right. can do it only she can I do believe, it right. i believe every word that comes out of mary's mouth Every syllable that comes out of Mary. And she doesn't have to be singing the truth, but it's the way she sings it. It is something that hits a note that everybody, because you know what it is? not her core audience, quote unquote. But she reminds you of somebody you know. You know know that woman. You know her. You have a friend that's like her. You know that woman. And I think Beyonce is not relatable to people. It is very... She speaks to, Mary speaks to, and again, you know, we're kind of, well, and then we were going to talk about the reaction to the new Beyonce song, but Mary has a, I've been there, I've been through this, and I think a lot of it is because when we were first introduced to Mary, she was an unformed, she was a diamond in the rough, right? Absolutely. And 
and we saw she was raw. Her. We watched it no, polish. She was raw. We I absolutely mean, watched her, her polish her. They grooming school. I mean, they sent her to like behave yourself. School, and it, but it know? took a long time too. We watched long her from time. album to album to album gr- right. grow and grow and grow and grow. Right. It was not it. Oh, so the, and we know that woman. We know her. No, we you know what I mean? We've been that. Well, I mean, we've yeah. all been that. You know, right. Beyonce came to us a finished product, which is not a bad thing, but it's harder. What has and it's again, it's so that's the thing. Well, she was almost like in a, I would say Matthew really was very smart and he took like a Barry Gordy Motown approach with the training, like you're gonna have artist development. When they stepped on the stage, they were ready. You're not gonna be political, you're not gonna have opinions about a lot of things. You come, you sing, you smile, you wave to the fans, you sign an autograph, and and more palatable, pop friendly image. Absolutely. And you leave mystery, right? Don't let them know everything, which I appreciate. But at the same time, like you said, now you're so secluded. Yeah. And you've kind of put yourself in a place like this week I saw she stopped and signed autographs for people leaving wow. a party in New York. I've not seen her stop and talk to fans. And what yeah. made her stop is there was a there's a there's a person who dressed as an alien and went <clears throat> to a bunch of her shows all over the United States. And so she, like, I believe worldwide, I think, and she would see the alien and, and be like, you went to a lot of shows. And that person lives in New York. And he and he, he had his mask. And when she was coming out, she, he screamed, Beyonce, Beyonce, I'm the alien. And oh, she stopped. Okay. And then okay. she turned around, she came and she signed, I believe it was the alien. But then she was signing people's records. And I love that because it's like, you know what? I understand being that famous where you need privacy. I've seen her world. I get that. But right. I also think that then it makes it difficult outside of music when you're coming to people to say, hey, I have this great thing and I want to tell you, and no one's really been on that journey with you. Now you have people kind of questioning, well, because I was really, I thought people would be be really happy. But the response that I'm seeing is it kind of, I just didn't expect it. I really didn't no, expect no. it, but it makes sense with the things that people are saying to me. I was like, okay, I, I, I get that. I absolutely get Especially when it comes to like hair products and things, right? Because a lot of times you, you go through a journey with someone who's, especially if they're famous and you've gone through a hair story with them and then you see them and you've watched their hair grow and you're like, and you're always like, how do you get your hair like that? Here's the thing. I want to show you my secret. So when she comes, it's great, but it also... I mean, it does feel like there are a lot of people when they say, but we don't actually know what your hair looks like. I'm like, right, I how didn't even think, I didn't think it. about it that way because I've seen her hair a lot, right? So yeah, it's just kind of like, oh. Well, if okay. she's, and if she's, and this we'll talk about, if she's, she is going to have to relax some of the guard between her and some of the, uh, uh, you know, re- reserve if she wants to make a serious pitch into country because country music fans don't play. Country right. music fans want you to be 
you know, that talk about something it's, you know, they want to know that you've had their experiences. Now she's coming in with a disadvantage because she's coming in as a superstar, you know, she's coming in as like the, you know, Taylor started there and right. then became a huge superstar and right. is white. So we'll just cut yes. to that chase. Yeah, and absolutely. it's, you know, but you know, and worked within the Nashville hierarchy. Beyonce is now coming in after, you know, let's be honest, Jay-Z's speech at the Grammys did not rub a lot of people the right way. I had no problem with it, but I saw a lot of mainly white people on Facebook use the words that you're supposed to not use when you're a white person, when you're talking about a black person, like articulate and gracious and, you know, like, shut up, you know, like he doesn't have to be humble, articulate or gracious. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, so she wants to be a country music, make a put a foothold in country music and do a country record. And I think this is going to be interesting because it's really nice to hear her sing as opposed to rap sing because she's got a beautiful voice. She's going to have to bring it down a little bit. And in a lot of ways, this maybe this hair, hair care thing and doing an interview is setting the steps for the press she's going to have to do if she's doing country. She's going to have to do it because there's 9 million country music people in the world and they're going to look at her and go, you're an interloper, even though she is every I wonder person. if this was when yeah. she makes her return to maybe doing a radio interview and, and talking. She's going to have Because there are some country stations that have started playing it. I'm like, yes. is this when you go and talk to that audience? Because here's the thing, and we talked about this last week. Listen, she is, if you know her, she is still, she's a Texas girl. She is yeah. a country girl she is you know what i mean no matter how much money and the nice houses she is a texas girl and she is right. a country girl so I, it, to me it would be very interesting like you said if it becomes um all right i'll do a i'll i'll talk to some country I think, stations i think she's going to have to i think yeah. she's going to have to I mean, and whether she has the bigger conversation, and that's a huge conversation. I'd like to get somebody on. I'm going to look and see if we can get somebody on. I mean, Charles Hughes, shout out to Charles Hughes is somebody, a former guest who's really investigated this. You know, the, it, we all know that 99.9% of American music is black based. And if you don't know that today is also Tuesday. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but. Today's country music audience is probably in, in some ways is open to stuff, but it's as long as it's that, that, you know, hip hop fake country stuff, but it's going to be very interesting. She's coming into it established. They like her as a pop star. They got no problem with it. You, you're not going to tell me that these people in Alabama and Nashville aren't buying that girl's records. They are totally buying her records. Yeah. She's got but, a huge, she got a huge yeah, white, Latino, yeah, no, 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 Asian totally, fan base. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she but she's going to have to, especially if she's trying to really show this link, which she is doing so far with the two songs, you know, there has been some, the radio station, there has been some pushback by like John Schneider, who I had to Google to remember who the <laughs> hell this asshat is. I'm so tired of us always having to be compared to animals. It's always some really it's just... Like, who, who, cares what this man has to say he was on he's a country singer because what he put out a record a million years from the ago dukes of hazard with from a show that had the confederate flag the general story yeah mm -hmm. okay from a like a ridiculous show he's an idiot why they even entered to why he's allowed to say this stuff well he's allowed to say whatever he wants because it's america blah 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 but 
where are the white people pushing him back against him? Where because that what he said is just offensive. Whatever you think of her as an artist, she's a human being, and it's offensive. Should we take? And let's offense? talk about the and let's talk of the honest truth about this. To me, brings up the bigger issue of the women who are already established in country fighting to get spots on on country radio and those playlists. And you see right. kind of asshats like him. That's the kind of energy that they're facing being a woman. Right. And there's a lot of new young black women like Raina Reynolds and who are well, really Alfie making Russell, really around great country music and Americana and roots music Americana. Who, who are not well, getting smart. that play. Yeah. I mean, they're smart in that they're they being the marketing people are, are, I mean, they're saying country, but it's really Americana is just sort of, it's a different to seeing going, I'm going to see a movie and I'm going to see a film. Americana. Well, well Americana is a higher like, level. Well, really kind of, it, right. It's kind of more in the traditional country sense right. and not like the sort of the pop country that we've been yeah. getting a little bit, you know. It's more of the, uh, do you want to pick this up on the other side or do you want to take a yep. break now? Or Let's we- take a break and we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we're back. All right. So in that vein, uh, Paramore, who uh, won their first Grammy, I believe, this year, um, a really well-respected group. She's a great singer. Um, They are from Tennessee. Allison Russell also won a Grammy. She is not from Tennessee. She's actually from Canada, but she has lived and worked, obviously, in Tennessee for a very long time. So they were um, the state Senate of... uh, Tennessee, which is, you know, remember, this is the same organization that banished two black men and a white woman for speaking out, but then only let the white woman in. And the two young black men were only let back in because they were reelected immediately. Anyway, the state Ku Klux Klan down there decided we'll give Paramore the 
you know, honorary award, but like we're not a, pro- giving- a proclamation. Yeah, but yeah, turn like- down Allison. Susan Russell and Paramore basically said, "F you, we're not going to take it either." So good for them, and it's good ridiculous for them. It's and like in 2024. We still have to have this conversation. Yes, because race and everybody gets very upset when people say things like, "Well, America is a racist country." I don't believe we're a racist country, but we keep ignoring all of these really racist acts that keep happening because there's there's no other way to explain it. There is no. no other way to explain it and black people we're tired of explaining it we're like we know what it is and we actually know that you know what it is so let's not act like we're all dumb like i said what it is is people like jay-z wasn't grateful enough you don't have to be grateful like why does anybody have to be grateful like i hate that whole thing no you should no you should be no i mean but when people the way people say that there's because it's it's a thing that they always say about women and black black people it's like you should be humble. You should feel honored you should be, that. You should you be should honored be, that we're letting you in the room. And it's and it's bullshit. It's like fuck that and fuck you. Merry it's like Christmas. men who it's like, why isn't she smiling? You need to smile more. No, I don't. Ooh. No, I don't need to smile at all. I mean, I smile when something makes me smile. I mean, don't tell me to smile. It's like because- smiling on fucking command for some random man who tells you why aren't you smiling? Really? And then you should be like, because I saw your fucking face and it made me throw up a little yeah, bit in my I'm mouth. On my way, I'm on my way to the doctor to find out I have a week to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not smiling. Right. It's not a happy moment. Merry I'm Christmas. on my way to jail to bail out my best friend. I will try to sing as I go down Lafayette Avenue. la di da di la di da Yay. Thank you, nice man. Pizzas for everybody. Pizza for everybody. Um... All right. Speaking of assholes, <laughs> I'm really kind of like, all right. So Roger Waters, I am the one white boomer who really didn't care about Pink Floyd. I'm not saying that they weren't a great group. They're obviously a great group. But right. I just didn't care about Pink Floyd. It wasn't my vibe. I mean, I'd like rock. They just weren't. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. You were punk that. girl. That was no, no, no. I'm talking about earlier. I'm talking about right. Pink Floyd was Pink Floyd was the '70s. I mean, right. the early '70s. You know, right. I I am not going to pretend like I didn't hear Dark Side of the Moon on regular rotation when I was in junior high and high school. I'd be an idiot if I said it. I just don't. I didn't follow him. I know Dil, David Gilmore is an amazing guitar player and one of the people who was sort of behind Kate Bush too, who helped mm-hmm. bring Kate Bush to a forefront. All right, so Roger Waters. Is basically been an asshole since Jump. Um, he is he's an asshole. I mean, his own band has sued him. He goes out. He has done increasingly. And I'm not one of these people who goes, oh, it's anti-Semitic if you say anything against Israel. Because I have issues with Israel as well. But when you come on stage with a fucking swastika, I think it's fair to say that maybe you're anti-Semitic. So he's just increasingly problematic, 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 problematic. Okay. I was like, has he come on stage with a swastika? Yeah, he wore something somewhere where it looked like a swastika. Oh my god. And there's not, you can't say, oh, but it's a peace sign. No, it's not. I love, Um, don't you love when people pull that bullshit? in Germany, you know, in Germany, anything, It's like against the law, isn't it? It's against the law. I mean, it's it's a big deal over there. Yeah, it's a big deal over there for for kind of obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, Bono is many things. He is insufferable. Um, Completely. 
Completely. I mean, bless us. But we and I like him. But it's like okay, he's insufferable. He's Mm -hmm. self righteous. He loves the sound of his own voice. He thinks he invented everything, but he is not. He's insufferable. Okay, insufferable is easier to deal with. So I get. I guess what the not the day after the October seven massacre, but it's some very close to the the massacre, uh, the Hamas uh, going into Israel and killing 1,500 people. And as the war, the retaliation was starting up, they changed the lyric. They talked about the fact that they sing about love and pride in the name of love is a you know beautiful song written in honor of the assassination of Martin Luther King. And and they were a band that came up singing about the war in Ireland. So they People forget that they were a protest band when they started. Those yeah, early no. records, they were a, a protest. Christian, a Christian yeah, They were protest a protest. And people, because you think about all the later hits, but if you go to all no. those early albums, they no. were in your face with a lot of stuff they were talking yeah. about. Yeah. So he, he, and they've been on the right side of the issue. No, I'm about to say, they, he, they come by it honestly. I'm not going to yeah, act no. like they're Johnny Come Lately's yeah. with shit. No, no, no. They, they've been on the right side of a lot of issues. Um, anyway, I mean the left side of a lot of issues, the correct mm-hmm. side on the left. Um, anyway, so they changed the lyrics to pride in the name of love to acknowledge the murder of these innocent people in Israel and also acknowledge the murder of innocent people in Gaza. And I believe what they did is they inserted the word star of David or something in the lyrics of pride in the name of love. Okay. Roger Waters has a conniption fit of epic proportions because at this point, Roger Waters only exists because of outrage because right. nobody buys his music. He's been dropped by his managing company. I am sure his tours, I'm sure he's really big in countries where Nazi war criminals are hiding out or, you know, MAGA rallies. I'm sure he could perform there. So he's like, Bono's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. Somebody should shake him upside down. With I'm trying to figure out that image. What happens when you shake somebody up and down? Their their poop falls out? I like, mean, I have no that, idea. What is that about? <laughs> I don't get it. So he's ranting and raving. And all you need to know about Roger Waters, if you have any doubts about Roger Waters as a human being, one of his biggest allies is I don't even want to call him. I don't know what he is. A philosopher is David Ikey's. You know who David Ikey's is? I have is? no idea who that is. Okay, David Ikey's is this British guy who is one of the people who. Well, he believes in the new world order, duh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that Zionists rule the world, duh, mm-hmm. and they, you know Soros, and he believes in the lizard people. He's one of the okay. lizard people people. Gotcha. Yeah. All he's right. A, okay. He's a lizard people person. Mm-hmm. And and he, I think he was like somebody of some legitimacy, and he's basically banned everywhere he opens his mouth. But so right. that's his that's that's who's that's who's you know behind Roger Waters. So yeah, again, Bono is insufferable. Bono's like whatever and go play the sphere and yay for you. But I mean if I had to choose if I had to choose who to side with and I, I don't mean care listen about one of we them. could say Bono's annoying, but again, they he's annoying but he falls on the right side of shit. Really yes. He's yes. done a lot of work, you know, forming the the one foundation and AIDS work. Listen, I have no problem with people being insufferable and annoying because a lot of people are insufferable and annoying. And it's really easy yes. to ignore people that you want to ignore. Just scroll past, like go to yeah. read something else. You know, it's yeah. quite easy. I don't understand how people get so annoyed by shit that they don't like. It's like, you know what I do with shit that I don't like? I just don't look at it. You can exist, but the fact that people like him, he just gets so upset for someone's mere existence. It's like, 
you don't have to pay attention to Bono, you know, well, because it's quite he's easy. increasingly cornered. And again, I, I don't, neither one of us want to get into a conversation about what's going on in Gaza right. because it's right. beyond our pay grade. But I think you are capable of feeling sympathy and empathy and horror at massacre across the board. Across, across the, the board. board. You know what I'm saying? But Roger Waters it's is not that controversial. It's not that controversial. I mean, it's people really are not epic. their governments. You know what I mean? It's like you've got you've got people who are yeah. in an area where everywhere they're being told to go to evacuate to then starts becoming bombed. It's like how do we not look at that and say? And how do we not look at how do we not look at any violence anywhere? I mean, when right. we have a country that's becoming increasingly inured to violence, that literally people there are Nazis are like, marching down the streets in America. Well, I just saw there was a Nazi march down well, Broadway have, in Nashville. Yeah, well, you know, and and when we have a, a, a country and a government, or not Joe Biden, but the other people running who are like, oh yeah, Alexei Navalny, he's probably he brought that on himself, you know? Yeah, because he starved himself. Yeah, because he killed himself. And yeah, so we are very so far away from what we were raised into <laughs> the consideration. All right. I, oh my God, wait, Spoonie's back. Oh, the spoons. Where's the, hey, Sp oh, hey, Spoonie. Hey, Spoons. I'm going to, she's very <laughs> upset about the word. Get off of me, cat. I've forgiven her for scratching my face last week. <laughs> Not scratching, jumping on my face and staying there for a prolonged We're strudel. period. You know Strudel don't do press. Yeah, Strudel does not make any appearances. Strudel's like, Strudel I have... Strudel is only around when there are snacks to be had, food to be eaten, and every night when I'm going to sleep, she'll come in, and that's she'll what come she's around, like, uh -huh. I'm and here, uh -huh. and, and I'm gone. Right. Yeah, uh, Strudel on her deathbed will allow me to pick her up. This one is a whore. Right. This is a little whore. Hey, Spoonie. All right. Kelly Rowland, who is the nice one. <laughs> I've interviewed Kelly Rowland several times. This woman, if she were any nicer, I don't even know how she could be nice. She's like, first off, remembers my name. I'm always very happy when that happens. Mm -hmm. But lovely. I've interviewed her a couple of times. She's sweet. She's nice. She gives you a big hug. She's known. You tell it because I can't even. Let, let me just say this. <laughs> I was Kelly's product manager for her Miss Kelly album. I have been, record. I have, good. it is a good record. I have been to the Today Show with her more than once. Kelly Rowland knows the size of the dressing rooms at the Today Show. So I don't know, there's a story going out that Kelly was supposed to host that 19th hour host, of the, 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 the 19th, 19th hour of the Today Show. Yeah, the hour that's called 24-hour Today Show. The 19th hour of the Today Show. You're becoming the law and order the, of like, of like the, it's, it's like it's never not on. And then when you turn it back, they're like, and we now have a new additional hour. It goes on to 4 p.m. And she was supposed yeah. to host, I guess, with Hoda, the Hoda and Jenna hour. They're saying she left because of a dressing room and they had to scramble and find a replacement. Rita Ora stepped in for her. Now, as someone who worked with Kelly, that sounds ridiculous. Kelly, I, listen, I don't have any skin in the game. I haven't spoken to anybody, but I can tell you this. If Kelly Rowland walked out of an obligation, it was not just because, oh, a dressing room. Something changed. Something wasn't 
correct that was agreed yeah. upon. She is not the type of person who walks away from a work obligation. That's she's just a, not she's her. She's been doing this since she's 15. She's very professional. She is an extremely, extremely professional woman. She right. does not shit on obligations. If she says yes to something, she does it. So for yeah, her I to mean, leave, I'm going to be like, you, and, and you know, you can leak out a story saying, oh, it was over a dressing room. And I'm glad she didn't answer because clearly it was something not correct. And I'm going to her. say on their part, because that's not like her. She's and, been to and, the Today Show. She knows what they're doing. This is not like I've never been here. I don't know. The Today Show's been right. in the same place for 9,000 years. Right. Anybody who works in entertainment knows that there's like this giant sort of green room central area downstairs. And then all of the little rooms are off of that one giant room. And they're tiny. They're really small for everybody. Then there's this one green room that's upstairs that's bigger there's a singular room that supposedly uh jennifer lopez was booked on the show that day to discuss her whatever that is on amazon prime which is getting great reviews by the way it's getting hilarious reviews i mean it's mm-hmm. kind of like this is like some some drug-induced nightmare i just want to add by the way before i go into the part that you're going to uh, turn my sound off uh spoonie has now positioned herself on the microphone Cord, so I cannot move because if I move, I will You'll unplug the, mic the microphone and right. the headphones. So she has strategically, in cat-like fashion, made it so I can't move. That is because she is like, I'm hungry, so I'm gonna need you to finish no, up. No, 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 because no, I want no, some no. snacks. In the no, she, no, no, they get snacks in the afternoon. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Oh, she just left because she heard I was talking about her. Mm-hmm. No, they get snacks in the afternoon. I am a good mother. They get their food in the morning and snacks mm-hmm. in the afternoon. All right, so. I happen to have the view on, and can I just say one thing before I go into it? I, I mean, bless her, I am just so tired of when a conversation goes on about pop culture and Whoopi sits there with this eye rolling, I'm too good to be part of this. It's like, bitch, it's a pop culture talk. <laughs> she does really get very sort I mean, of. It's like, come on, man. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, we discuss politics, but it's also a pop culture show. And you can't sit there and be like, oh, I'm above this. It's like, no, you're not, because you're on the show making a gazillion dollars to sit there and put up with it. Okay. So they had Rita Ora on, and we've made tons of jokes about Rita Ora. I have been mm-hmm. part of them. I have, when I was in Kosovo, I was sending Courtney back pictures of her billboards going, look, <sighs> look, this is what she does. Or when she was at, not Century 21, what's the new Century 21? Poshmark. Poshmark. Mm-hmm. She had a, a line at Poshmark. Look, it's Rita Ora. So we always make jokes about it and blah, blah, blah. All right. So she was, she is now on the Mass Singer. She's also married to like the hottest guy in Hot Town. Sorry. And he's a great director. But um, she was on The Masked Singer. And um, that's her thing now. She's going to be doing that. And so she was there. Okay. She was really smart, really funny, really sweet. I'm like, I, and now she's actually doing something in this country. And I, and, and I got to give her credit because they were like, wait a minute, you're only in your mid 30. So they started her and it's kind of not her fault because, you know, Def Jam pushed her as sort of like the new Rihanna in a way. Right. And she was God, very yeah. racially ambiguous. Like we had no idea. Am I wrong in that? None of us knew what her background was. We were like, what is that, she? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They kind of, you know, 
She's from Kosovo. She's Albanian. Um, and she talks, you know, she has an interesting backstory. And I don't know. I mean, I just sat there and I was going to call you. And then I thought I wouldn't ruin your high because I figured, you know, by <laughs> you were already like, and you're giving up so much stuff for Lent. I didn't want you to give up your hatred of Rita Ora. But I went, I can't hate her or dismiss her the way I used to. And then she was the one who stepped in at the Today Show with like a minute to prepare to co-host. And that is not an easy thing to do. And so I'm just going to say that I, I don't commemorate Lent because Jesus is not my Lord and Savior. He's not my anything. But I am giving up trashing Rita Ora for the next three weeks. Sorry. So I would just like to say to everyone listening. <clears throat> she has a job in the United States now. She's actually doing something. Amy is going to be in France um, in a couple of <laughs> I weeks. Am. I'm auditioning for new co-hosts because she okay, has. Amy's going to be in she France. Has jumped, <laughs> she has jumped the motherfucking shark. Okay. Right. She just, I, I mean, not only did she jump it, she jumped the shark onto a platypus and is riding the back of a manatee out to sea. All right. Because I still hate Megan McCain. I still hate Megan McCain. Okay. I, well, I, you know. the, the thing is with Rita Ora. The crazy part was, and what here's does the thing, she do? I don't hate we Megan now McCain. Know, we now know what Rita Ora does. So we can no longer say, why is she here? She has no. a legitimate job. In she the actually States. is talented. And I know that that's a joke that I like to run, but she's not untalented. Yeah. She's not she's untalented. She's not untalented. It was just for right. a while. Remember, they were trying to make her no, famous we here. Like and they were trying to famous. shove her down our throats. And it was like, guys. She Got may be it. famous in Europe. It, we don't care the same way here. We just no. don't care. We don't. But I just was like, oh, my God. She's like, I mean, she was like really nice and she was deferential. And I was like, God, I feel I feel bad for like the, the all right, Rita, I, get, I give it up. I, I, I'm not going to make. So for the, how much more time do we have in Lent? I don't pay attention to shit. When is it? When does your, when does your guy come back? When is your guy coming back? The 29th of March. <laughs> Oh, I got some time. Um, and by the way, I'm going to be in France scouring record shops for you, Miss Thing. So you better, mm -hmm. like, you, you know, start saving up your pennies from mm -hmm. all these royalties we're getting. <laughs> that, that $13 I sent you the other day will get you half of, a, half of an album. <laughs> we'll get you the greatest hits mm. off an album. All right. Anything else going on? Um no, okay. No, there's nothing going on. No, nothing not really. There's nothing no, going on. No. All right. It's like that, it's that weird time of year where it's just like, but March is going to be busy. Everyone's dropping an album in March. Oh, They're who's all dropping? coming. Who's, who's, who's Dua coming? Lipa's coming. Oh, yeah. Beyonce's coming. Shakira right. with her first album in seven years is coming. I love like, Shakira. Everyone is coming in March. Isn't Taylor March or is her album April? I think she and Ariana might be April, but this Wait a minute, is, we're coming is into Shakira a period. Coming, is she coming with a Spanish language album or an English language album? Shakira? Well, the title is in Spanish, but I think it's both. I think it's a mixture okay. of Spanish okay. and English. First okay. album in seven years. Called, I, I think her. it's called Women No Longer Cry. Unless the taxes, so this is a but she well, but she settled that because she just realized it's oh, like she, did? Okay. she settled it. She did. She Good. did sell it. She settled I it. I love her. Left the man, moved to America. She lives in Miami now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. Mm, I really listen, do. I've never met I, her. I've I'm, never. I, this is the her. after. This is the after breakup, divorce. You oh, it's know, be great. 
It's going to be so fucking good. I don't know if it's going to be bitter. I think she said it's it's more like aspirational. Pick yourself up. Be strong. Strength. I think this is her strength of a woman album. Because she already got the bitter part out with her Bizza rap where she just let him have it. Well, and strength of a woman when you have more money than God. Um, No, she's great. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, When she first came out, they were like, she was promoted as like the Spanish speaking Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Yeah, Yeah, I have those first And and her legendary MTV Unplugged was all in Spanish. Wonderful. Listen, those records are really rocking. So when she kind of went pop, it was really different because I expected her to be more of a rock girl because those early records were really sort of in that vein, you know? And you know who one of her best friends was? Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Are you pretending to know who he is? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I could tell. It's okay. I could tell. <laughs> he is a Nobel Prize winning writer. Right. Who wrote 100 Years of uh, uh, Solitude. Is that oh. it? Okay, yeah, no. sure, yeah. No, he's like he's like the he invented basically invented magic realism. It's oh, okay. okay. He's a great oh, writer. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. St- but he was friends with Shakira. Oh, and they're all from the same town. She's well, from the same Diaz. town. Yeah, from <laughs> well, he's from um, Shakira, him, and uh, oh, come on, come on, come on, um, Carol G. No, the woman who's no, she's Puerto Rican. Carol G. Carol G. Is Colombian. Is she, no, the woman, the woman who's from who was on. Um, is it like Barranquillas? There's something that's the town. That's no, 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 no. She was no, she was from. She's what's the? Oh my God, she was on Modern Family for a million oh, years. Sofia Vergara. Yes, they're all from the same town. Yes, and but so is Carol G. Group. I believe. I think they're all. Oh, from okay. The same. The, mm-hmm. It must be a really nice town if they're all mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, what are you listening to these days? Well, I've been listening to the new Pet Shop Boys single a lot because I like that. Yeah, um, I love them. Yeah, I've also been listening to the Beyonce tunes, the two tunes, uh, Alternate's new Party Girl remix, which has been making me shake my booty a little bit. Uh, the Little Sims last drop, um, yeah, drop great. seven. The Usher album, yeah. which is really good. I like really his good. album, great R&B really album. Good. And you really know, good. my... my my um my my New Zealand girl Jessica Marboy has a new album called Yours Forever and I really like it a lot. I decided, well, not decided, uh, based on a friend and fellow writer and fellow Pet Shop Boy and Roxy Music uh, fanatic Smith Galtney. Hi Smith, I hope you're listening. He has been going back to the later years, uh, Pet Shop Boys, you know, everything post electric, and the, mm-hmm. the they did a couple of records where they did super. You mean like oh super, yeah yeah, well, yeah mm. super release all the oh I love and, and release is great yeah release. I love release, but the the extra part. So release. Oh yeah, I have all of those. The ones with no, the, the further too. listening no, with the two and three CDs, yeah, a full right. of al- the alternate whole, takes, the like remix. Another Abs- record. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. No, it's all new song, and I just sit there. Once again, we say this all the time. Holy crap! This band is one of the most consistent 
in their inconsistency. You need to go back and listen yeah. to the Elysium and go into the Elysium yes, for the listening and all of those. I've been doing yeah. all of them. I've been listening and to fundamental, all of them. And fundamental has yeah. some really good stuff on there. Yeah, it's really it's, I mean, it's Behavior good. is the go-to record because it is probably, I would you say, You know what's really funny? I don't go that early when I listen to them. Like, I, I, I do sometimes on my vinyl a little bit. But when I'm playing them, I usually start... You know, you know, I love, 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 love. I have other songs I want to talk about. I have other stuff I want to talk about. Stop. Love, 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 love. Anyway, the other stuff I've been listening to, I've been listening to that. And for some reason, I well, based on a conversation I had lunch the other day with our pal Jim Farber. Hi, Jim Farber, who really is the funniest man in Funtown. Um, and um, we were talking about that Joel Selvin's great book about Jim Gordon. We were talking about mm-hmm. what a brilliant book that is. And then that dissolved into a conversation about Rita Coolidge. And that dissolved into a conversation about Mad Dogs and Englishmen. And that dissolved mm-hmm. into a conversation about Joe Cocker. So I've been listening to the first two Joe Cocker records, which I listened to all the time when I was in junior high. And just like, holy crap. Do not. This man is more than lift you up where we belong, which is not a. Oh, bad much. Song. He's much, much more. So than much that. more than that. So much more than that. Leon Russell and I have also been listening to because um, I always go back to them. The faces and early Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Um, I don't know. For me, he's he's just one of the. He is one of the greats. But again. You know, it's like Robert Palmer. These people have these huge hits, which are great, and then you go back. So anyway, it's funny. So I was listening of- to that Power Station album this morning. That's what I had on before the show started. Yeah, this but morning. see, I yeah, I mean that's great. But I go. But no, know. I have his solo album too. But this morning I hadn't pulled it out. I was looking for that's some so a record play, and that's what I posted as the as the I'm gonna let you finish album of the day that I was listening to. We're uh, in a Vulcan yeah. mind meld yeah, right here. But, but listen, anyway, so that's. You should also go back to in your pet shop, boys, and go through bilingual again. And Night oh, I love that album. Those, I love bilingual. Bilingual is so fucking. They've never made a bad album. Made a bad record. They've never made a bad album. You may not always love like the Timber when they went through the, like their sort of slow like Elysium. I love that album, but that's yeah, probably that. for a lot of people the least Pet Shop B Boys album they've ever right. done. But it was great. That's a great, no. great, 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 great. No, I mean my goal, Neil. Chris, if you're out there, I know. Come on, come on the show, please. I'm we really, really know I, your I, work. No, I literally really the last time it. I talked to Barney, I went, "Listen to me. You need this. Is what you need to do for me. Don't make me beg. I am begging, but this is what you need to do for me." Um, no, I love them so much. I really do. I and, and and yeah, I just love them. And I'm so glad, as I said, that I broke your Pet Shop Boys cherry. I'm I mean, very happy, very happy about this. I'm finally. very happy. About, I'm very happy. I'm like, how did I miss every tour that they've done here? I don't understand how I've, they play multiple. Usually, it was like multiple fucking nights here, and it's like, how yeah, did it's I not? not like they just play, it's not like they just played it's one crazy. show. And if they did do one show, it wasn't like they were doing some secret after hours show in a garage somewhere. They played like a huge. And remember, for nightlife, they did that residency. It was like a month of shows at Roseland, but they all all of the shows got I saw basically them in Hammerstein sold. for that. It's like most of the shows all sold oh, out for through the fan club, and it was like fan must club have been shows. Home, home with the baby or something like that. All right, take us out, take us out, take us. I out, mean, out, can you out. remember the moment when I realized they were about to sing my fucking song, which is I no, don't know what your, you right, want, you, but okay. I can't get it anymore. I was like, I turned, I was like, I was like, oh my god, 
They're about to sing my shit. They're going to sing this is my fucking song. You had an antibody. We were like turning to the people behind us going, FYI, we're going to be up. They were going to be standing the entire time. I was like, understand, you might as well get up because I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, this and is then Jill like, came and sat with us, and she was rocking. We had a good time. We no, rocked, that was man. with my friend Pam. That was yeah. fun. No, that yeah, was, yeah, a yeah. Was, was a lot of fun. fun. And it, it was my favorite type of culture. It was down the block from my house. It started mm-hmm. at seven o'clock. We were home by ten. They did start on time. You they know, started on they time. Start on time. Seven o'clock. They opened up. They just. A, a tight hour, man. Took a little break. Great DJ. Wasn't Paul Oakenfeld the DJ? Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great DJ set. New Order came out. Yeah, it was great. It was it was the happiest day of my life. And the last, I was think that was the last big show I went to. Like big big show. I've been to other mm-hmm. things since then, but big big big. All right, take us out. Take us out. Take us out. out you out. know what the deal is. Thank you for listening. Remember to tell a friend. Pass it on. Leave a comment for us. Uh, leave a rating. Uh, share. Um, Remember, we're on the Pantheon Podcast Network, the number one music podcast network in the world, honey. The globe. Globally, darling. With all kinds of... Listen, guys. I, You know, I say this every week. But really, if you love music, there's every type of show about music on Pantheon with some real... With people who are just not like us... <laughs> who actually know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> they know what they're talking about and they're in it, they're doing it, they're writing it. Five hours about the Knicks, all right? It's, we all, put, okay. it's, all, it's all the things. So, and for all the people who've discovered us through Pantheon, because I look and see the numbers, thank you. Thank you for still every week coming to, on their main page and downloading our show and listening. And uh, we love talking to you guys on Facebook because that is where you're really the most active with us on our Facebook page. I'm going to let you finish all one word. So we love talking to you guys there. And you know what? We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.